All right. You've been patient, you've been kind, and you've been super generous. Lots of notes in over the last years. We took some time off the air, but welcome back to Mindset Radio. So a lot of things changed, a lot of things moving forward. As we begin to settle up for the new relaunch and bring in a spectacular co-host, my dear friend, Mike Brown, to join me uh, as we dissect the art and science of results. Now, Leading up to that, Mike and I have been running the 2022 Built by Brute Force Challenge, and we've brought some amazing people to the table with spectacular interviews, sharing their wisdom and their insights on how to improve performance, how to deal with a variety of aspects, and really setting yourself up for a spectacular 2022. So we're going to be sharing those interviews here out on Mindset Radio, uh, all those bonus episodes as we start to lay the groundwork, get back on the air, get back on track, and get back moving. So thanks for hanging in there. Or if you're listening new, make sure you download, subscribe, stick around because the new episodes will be airing soon. That's a beautiful thing. Sweet. All right. What's going on, Brew Crew? Wednesday. I think we're in week four. That's <laughs> what my, if I look at the calendar, uh, we are now uh, in the middle of week four of the Brew, Built by Brew Force Challenge. Everybody's doing fantastic. Uh, it's interesting, Rob. I'll give you some insight here, right? So when we started this challenge, we looked at what we wanted to create for our community and how we could really begin to help them elevate their game, uh, but not just in fitness. So sure. the challenge over the six weeks has been 300 minutes of mindfulness. Uh, 30 wads, so that's five workouts a week, and then uh, uh, three lessons. So I'm teaching a lesson each Monday and then bringing on an incredible guest like you on the Wednesdays and just offering a lot more support, a lot more depth. And it's really cool to see sure. the way people are posting and sharing, you know, over these last four weeks and the things they're really seeing with them. But I wanted to bring you on this week, uh, particularly, and I, we even planned this uh prior to your book launching and everything else. Um, right. But uh, so this week I taught kind of the model of transformation that I, when I did a bunch of research on like Tony Robbins and everybody else and like what's actually happening when we're wanting to, to move up, not just kind of right. in incrementally grow in a linear space. Like how do we really make that jump? Uh, so we walked through that process and you know, man, I, I, I so appreciate your view, your outlook, the way you approach things, uh, digging into your book, cranking through it, like the the approach is phenomenal. And thank you. Wanted, yeah, I want to take a little bit of time. So, you know, do me a quick favor, quick second, like just introduce yourself, who who you are for everybody. Yeah, uh, my name is Rob Sersons. I was born in Phoenix, Arizona, grew up in Salt Lake, um, played football at the University of Utah, and went on to play semi-pro and pro rugby uh, for a lot of years after, and then just barely retired just a couple of years ago. I just turned 40, so my body's a little beat up, and I know when, to, you know, when it used to take a day to recover, it takes two weeks to recover now, so it's a yeah. little different. But um, I'm a life empowerment coach, and what I do is I help people empower themselves through their stories and through their trauma, and help them identify the toxic beliefs, stories, and systems that they have going on in their head to better empower, empower themselves to find self-love, right? And to really find that confidence and that knowing of oneself, right? And one example is like, sometimes, at least for me, when I'd walk in a room, I'd be like, everyone's staring out at me. I would be super insecure. I would be projecting my insecurities on everyone. Um, are they not, are they judging me because I'm a person of color? Are they judging me for having a bald head? Like all these things. Right. And now I walk into a room 
And I just simply know who I am. And if people want to get to know me and connect with me, great. If they don't vibe with me, great. It's not about them. It's about me. Yeah. And just having that sense of purpose and knowing for myself is unparalleled to anything else I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Yeah. So, dude, I mean, it's so I want to unpack something real quick because you hit on it. Sure. We haven't talked about it in the group at all. I would say for, you know, some, this is probably a relatively new conversation. Uh, sure. around the idea of trauma and how uh, trauma and residue <clears throat> from our early childhood development and then kind of all the way through begins to shape our behaviors, our views, how we operate. It kind of begins the you know, it's the back end of the, the voice going on in the head, um, you know, and it, you know, continues to shape and shift how we eat, how we work out, how we take care of ourselves, how we connect in relationship, how we view ourselves. Uh, there's a lot there. And, you know, I love, like Mike Brown said on my podcast years, a couple of years ago, we were talking about trauma or whatever else. And he's like, it's not the trauma Olympics. It's not like my trauma is bigger than your trauma, right? Very individualized. Sure. And it could be, you know, it could be as simple as you lost your teddy bear at three years old. It was the most catastrophic thing you've ever experienced. And now you're a hoarder. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, right. it doesn't have to be, I think when people hear the word trauma, they think of significant stuff. And, right. So just kind of want to anchor that into, you know, we're talking about the impact that occurs through our life, especially in early childhood, that then kind of compounds over time, that then ultimately kind of has this weird ability to shape us in a unique right. way. Right. So, you know, kind of give me your, like, what do you, what do you, you start working with somebody, how do I even begin to, like, that's not a conversation I've ever had. What would I even... Right. What would I even show up to even consider that? It's first identifying like what trauma does to us, right? And trauma ultimately takes us out of choice. When you've been severely traumatized in whatever area of trauma you've suffered, it takes a place where you put on a lens of tunnel vision. This is all you see in the world. And it's a trauma response in such a way to keep you safe and hopefully never keeping you or making you fall into that same feeling again, right? But with that, it severely limits our ability and capability in this world to actually be in choice, to be in power, mm -hmm. right? And so first, when I would take on a new client, they, they have to first identify that something's wrong, right? I'm not going to take on a client that doesn't feel like there's anything wrong with them, sure. right? And every once in a while, I'll have a wife or someone reach out. And they're like, hey, you need, really need to work with my husband. He doesn't think anything's wrong with them. I'm like, there's nothing I can do. My job is not to impose right. him to think, you know, and I'm not saying there's not coaches or doctors out there that a therapist can help create, create awareness. That's not what I'm here to do, yeah. right? You have to come to me and be like, Rob, I know I'm severely limiting my way of thinking and my way of purpose. It's severely hindering my relationship with my wife, with my family, all that. And so... Once you come to me with the problem, we'll start to identify first and foremost, where did it, where did it occur? Where did it come from? How is it, how is it hurting you or enabling you in your day to day? Right. And so that's how we get this conversation going. I first want to see where you're aware, because if you're not aware, I'm not going to create awareness for you. Yeah. Right. Unless you're already working with me. Right. And then there's other things that come up to help you create greater awareness around. Yeah, it. that's kind of part of the process. Like, so this was the this right. was the ladder I talked about, right? So you gotta have a catalyst. You gotta have a driver, a desire right. for change. There's gotta be something that occurs. A lot of times, a lot right. of us wait till that's divorce or lose a business or you know, a lot sure. of us are stupid and wait for that to be catastrophic. But that can be 
really at any level, just a, a, right. a, a clear identifiable desire to, to, to see some shifting occur. Right. Right. So that's one. When we do that, then we go out and seek, you know, information. We go to a program, we sure. go to a seminar, we find somebody, we start to broaden out scope. That opens awareness. Awareness gives us, you know, and this is where this is where I hear you talking, right? When you begin to have that conversation with somebody, you know, we may start with something like, you know, I really don't like looking at myself in the mirror, or I feel super insecure when I walk in the room, or um, you know, I'm constantly feeling, you know, used and taken advantage of. Right? Sure. Like those are those are mine, right? Used and taken right. advantage of. Doing the dishes one night, I'm like, fuck, I am just tired of being you. I literally said it out loud and it was like, Oh yeah. Right. Right. But, but that's an, that's a, so that's a pathway to then the opportunity for insight, right. To kind of, right. That's to me, that's the t- trauma lives in the body. That's the touch point, right. That's when I right. 100%. make connection, feel it. Then when I feel it, like now we can go explore and play and look and, and, and unpack that world. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And one thing I like to say about that as well, as you get into the work and you start to realize, you know, your limitations and realize your trauma and realize where your, you know, your limiting belief systems. There's a talk I heard from a gentleman when I just stepped in this work about half a decade ago. And he says, there's a difference between emergence and emergency. Hmm. And you touched on that a little bit. Emergency is literally when the universe or the world throws us on our ass, right? And kicks us down simply because we're operating in one way and we're not creating awareness around it. And so we continue to get slapped down, slapped down. We continue to fail until one day we wake up. We're like, oh, this way, this behavior, this this limiting belief system is no longer working. And then you step into the healing and then you step into greater awareness. What's great about stepping into emergence is you're in choice. You're like, oh, I see that. Hmm. I see that that is not working for me. I see that I can no longer choose to operate like this or else it's going to have catastrophic consequences, right? And so if we can get to a place, especially with all of us stepping into this work, is actually stepping in with emergence, asking for help, asking for feedback, asking for someone to see your blind sides that you're not seeing and someone to keep you accountable, it changes the game completely. Because yes, we learn our most difficult, you know, lessons through trauma, but it doesn't have to stay there. Right. And that's something over the healing spiritual community that I believe is a fallacy that you can only learn through trauma. No, mm-hmm. you learn through awareness, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And so sometimes you're going to be pro- traumatized, but other times you can actually avoid that. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it just, I used to teach, like, even if I'm teaching cops or firemen or whatever, it's, it's like the willingness to serve yourself up to the community around you for trusted connection, right? For feedback, for, for uh, value coming back, right? At any level. Here we're just talking about that at a, you know, at a pretty, you know, uh, more personal level. Like you and I are hanging out, right. and you say, "Hey, Jeff, listen, man, I've watched you over this couple of times." Like you could say that to me because I wouldn't be like, right. "What are you talking about, man?" I'd be like, "Right, right, oh, brother, thanks for having my back." And I think that's what people miss. Like, right, you, know, you Mike, I, the community at large. Like, sure, we're able to communicate with each other in a way that it's like we can have that difficult conversation because. We know it's coming from love. We know we care about each other. We know right. we have each other's backs. And we know we all want to be continuing to grow as human beings. And we're all generally just idiots walking the planet. You know? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so 
you know, how do you see, and I know we're, we've got about 20 minutes. I know you got to cut early today. Um, kind of want to jump into this. How do you see the process of, like we kind of started it, but talk to me more about the process of finding moments of transformation, like finding wins in a way, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people are, you know, we've introduced breath work into workouts. That's, that's a, it's a blowing, you know, a lot of posts of like, Oh, this is a game changer, right? You know, not just, not just speeding through, um, right. You know, and, and the mindfulness aspect and the things that are coming up for people, just spending that time, maybe a little more quietly, a little more intentionally, um, like what can, at this stage, four weeks in, uh, maybe they're not, maybe they're not in these communities. Maybe this idea of kind of doing some more work on yourself and doing these things doesn't really exist in their communities. Like Mm -hmm. how can they even just at the minor levels, not even like talking big things like, oh, there's something wrong with you, but, you know, they want to sustain the things they're learning because they're finding value right. in it. How do we do that at a small level? How do we do that at kind of the day in, day out level? For me, I'm, I'm going to direct this specifically with brute force and the workouts we're doing. Yeah. The majority of, I would say my late 20s through my early 30s, the gym was the only thing keeping me alive. Mm. the only thing right and i see so many in the gym to this day that that's their only resource of keeping them alive 100 right but what happens is we go into this place get our great workout in get out all those demons and then we wake up the next morning with all those same demons Mm. right for me really seeing the minor steps is not forcing myself to finish workouts and reps like i used to I stepped into a place of honor Mm. of myself, right? And it's different, you know, with with the workouts you guys are doing than me just working out on my own, which I I love to do because it's my meditation. Sure. But it's it's simply changing. You start to see the micro micro steps. And when you start to realize, okay, why am I working out in the first place? Is this my only place where I can find solace, find peace? And then I go back out in the world in chaos. And this is the only place I can release that energy in a very safe, aggressive way. Right. That's one point. Another key point is just be more aware of your triggers. Right. People that you and we all all have that someone that triggers the hell out of us. Right. I know you do. I know. I know I do. And it just sends us spiraling immediately. Yeah. When we can get to a place where we're like, oh, wow, that used to trigger the hell out of me. And now I don't have attachment to it. That shows you're doing the work. That shows you're really showing up and creating awareness. It shows you're taking your power back because you're no longer allowing another person to dictate your emotions, right? So I know those are two different areas of the spectrum, but it's just like, hey, the more awareness you create and the more you bring it into your existence and you're like, I no longer want to feel that way. It's just putting a puzzle together. It's like, okay, what do I actually need to no longer react in this manner? What do I actually need to no longer have to go to the gym as the only place of resolve for my demons, right? Yeah. And so it's just like, or, yeah, starting or even, or even just getting the awareness to like, you know, what am I getting from this workout? Like, am I, right? even in the, maybe it's not my mis- escape in a way, you know, maybe that's just my time to honor my body, honor my, like I've right. gotten that major shift, right? I mean, I broke down in tears one day working out here of the last year, last year, you know, cause it was, it was a massive breakthrough for me and, not working out for the sake of someone else or to maintain some standard or do something. It was like, 
a, a, a smack in the face realization of like, ooh, I get to build this. This is my right. vessel and I get to do with it what I choose to do with it. And this is actually fun. I like this. This feels good. And in that moment, right. it's just like, I'm like, you know, Colby looked at me. He's like, you're right, dude. I'm like, you know, you can just kind of see tears coming down. I'm like, right. I'm good, man. I'm, I'm good because I've made this connection now that right. didn't exist previously. So maybe it's, you know, like to, to just, ex- I'm, I'm a believer in the more, the more we extract, you know, good or awareness to something or just the little moments, the more we kind of bring those in to, to our awareness profile, mm-hmm. right? It, it, it's, it's incrementally moving us down the road that we actually want to move down. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. You know, uh, Ruthie on the, I did a Sunday morning. She's the nutritionist. You know, she made a great, you know, Ruthie she made a great comment. Yeah. I love yeah, Ruthie. Yeah, Ruthie. yeah. She, so she made a great comment. Like we're talking about food and she's like, you know, she kind of gave the practice of when you go grab something, like what state are you trying to change? Like what's right. the change of straight state you're trying to achieve via food or anything else. And these are kind of nice little, to me, these are nuggets, right? These are the, the drop downs, the kind of the pull downs that I can, exist with every day um and and begin to see some motion right because then right correct me if i'm wrong when i'm doing that when i'm paying attention to those little things what i'm actually building is now a deeper understanding of what and why right absolutely then i can actually start the work right because you said yeah hey if i don't know what or i don't know why and i think a lot of us i for years walked around with i didn't have that like it took me right five of the, you know, 11 years I've been, you know, growing and developing the first five just to figure out that piece. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. What else are you, uh, um, what time is it? Sorry, man. Class is on. I want to make sure we're on time. Oh, no, you're fine. Well, we got snowstorm today. And so everybody's, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're, you're stuck around it. Um, so what do you think, um, here, you know, I got a good one. How would you, how do you, you know, you just said your workout is your meditation. Mm-hmm. Okay. How, how do you, how do you come into that and out of that? Right. So what, what do you do to, right. I like this. I mean, I, right. I'm with you. Right. But from yours kind of prep work, cause it's not like, you know, you're showing up and going, or, or maybe you do, maybe it takes a little bit to get in. Like, what is that? How does sure. that come up, come about for you in that way? I'm always very cognizant of the emotional state that I'm in mm. every time, because that allows me to know what kind of energy I'll be using in my workout. Right. And so if I'm frustrated or stressed or have anxiety, chances are, it's going to be a much more high intensity workout. Right. For me because that's how I channel that, that anxiety and bring me back to presence. Hmm. Now, if I'm just angry, I'll allow my darkness and my rage to step into it. And you can feel it, right? And there's a, that's a very special reason why I don't like to work out with anyone, right? You know, and so it's just like, allow me to have my darkness, allow me to have my rage, so I'm not projecting on anybody when I get home. I'm in pure space when I'm working with my clients, like whatever that is, that's my place where I can safely and sacredly alleviate all that, right? If I'm happy, chances are, and I, I'm in a good state that day, chances are I'm gonna play around with the gym. I might do some dynamic workouts, some plyometrics, and you know, just have playtime. You know, allow my little inner child to come out and play, 
Mm -hmm. right? Those are the different states. And I always start in the sauna. I always have to have a gym where there's a sauna. It allows me to stretch, warm up my body. And then it just puts me in a place where I lock in because I don't have a set workout when I go into the gym. I don't. Okay. I know if I'm hitting yeah. legs. I know if I'm hitting explosion. I know if I'm hitting, but I don't know what that looks like until I just go out there and sure. I just throw things together. Right. And so that's where I love to start. And then I meditate. My music is off for the first part, as long as there's not many people in the sauna talking. And I'll, I'll just kind of step into my trance and then I'll go out, warm up, and then I'll get after it. So that's what I do. Yeah. I mean, I even, I love that. Right. I mean, I, I do some of the same things. It's like, I kind of, even if I'm doing a wad, right. Even if I'm just doing like what we've published. Right. I mod that or shift that or move that based on where I am that day. Right. Based right. on what, what do I, what's my, what's the expression I need to have right now. Right. And this right. is because this is what I, you know, often sensation, generates feeling, feeling gets labeled as emotion, that emotion gets expressed outward. And sure. most times that's, you know, we throw that up on everybody around us, right? So, you know, I choose my workout time to have that expression of emotion, right? I'm kind of like right. you, I like to work out kind of by myself because I want to be in my zone that, that, right. Jeff, that Jeff look that people right, right. don't particularly like in me at times comes out, hmm. you know, and, and I'm able to lock in. But, but it is my place to express, express myself, right? And, right. And, and that may be, like you said, that may be playful. That may be curious about my body that day. Can I do this? Can I push it up? Right. That may be like, I'm doing shoulder slams for a freaking hour because, you know, right. it's time for it to come out or get on the bag or whatever else. So I love right. that now. So sauna, settle in, touch where you are kind of begin to get in that zone. So my guess is, and correct me if I'm wrong, when you come out of the sauna and then you're moving in, like you're in the zone, you're in an intentional space. Right. Right. So every time. Yeah, yeah. There's the value of that. So you have a, you kind of have a pre-workout plan that then drops you into the the zone and the mindset and the, the place right. you want to be. So that you're walking in with purpose and intention. Right. Right. And clarity really. Which, yep. is, which a lot 100%. of people don't come to the workout with. Right. So then I'm going to assume you go through your workout. Do you, do you, have you ever found where like, where you felt your intention was at the beginning, you needed to actually shift in the middle? Have you ever had that? Not before? often. Okay. Not often. Um, it, the only, the only thing, I, the only time I'll sh shift it is if like I feel a tinge or something like mm -hmm. pull a little bit in one yeah. of those muscles and I'll have to, you know, right. modify my workout for sure. Right. I, I'm not at a place anymore where I believe a lot of us still are is pushing through the pain mm -hmm. to finish my workout. Yeah. Like that's a place of dishonor. That's not a place of honor. Yep. And then nine times out of 10, you're just going to make it worse. And yep. that's going to be nagging or else you're going to just pull the muscle completely or do something well. So it's just like really getting in touch and listening to my body, right? All the time. And especially when I'm going to do, like my leg days are some of my favorite workouts. You know, and where I drop in, where I'll do a lot of speed work, agility work with, you know, you know, squats or Romanians or whatever that looks like. And one thing I always love to do on my leg days is just take a warm-up jog. But the warm-up jog is not necessarily about warming up. It's about filling my body, right? Mm, and yeah. really being like, okay, every time my foot plants, where am I feeling tension? Where am I feeling resistance? Where am I feeling soreness? It's a full body check-in right? Where you can't really necessarily do it just stretching. 
right? And so it's an easy way to do it. And that way I know immediately what I can do and what I should stay away from. Love that. Love that. And then how do you close it out? How do you come out of that period and then transition into whatever's next? Yeah. So as soon as I'm done, I know I'm done. Okay. Right. I'm aware I'm not like I, like I keep saying, I'm not at a place where I keep pushing it. And when I'm done, I'll usually just find a roller and then I'll pull up my phone. I'll see what text I miss. I'll do whatever, or else I'll just, sometimes I, I just still leave my phone on, uh, do not disturb and just really fill into the energy, right. Of where I'm at. And if I have to write any notes from the downloads I got during my workout, I'll do that as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's the, right. That's what I think a lot of people miss. We just kind of jump from thing to thing to thing and we don't give a chance to actually let whatever we just accomplished or whatever we did or whatever we just gave ourselves sit down into the system with benefit. Right. So, that it, right. So that it's like, wow, that was hard today. And I did it right to kind of like, right. you know, that little bit of bodily affirmation, not just, you know, the voice in the head being like, yay, good job. You did it. No, it's like, right. Oh, I did it. Ooh, moment of insight. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Feel it in the body. Yeah, that yeah. felt good. I like that sensation. Give me right. more of that. You know what I mean? Like, right. That's what we got to register to. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because we're all registered to McDonald's. Feels good in the body. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah, I had this. I'll tell you later. Offline. My Chinese. Sure. Remind me to tell you my Chinese food awareness story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Totally crazy. You'll get it. Um, so I know we're we're coming up to about you know 325. Got a little bit of time here left. Sure. So let's let's just talk. Give me real quick, kind of the the book. Why, what its intention is around, uh, what's in there. Uh, you know, give me some because I'm. I, I want you to share some of that. I want it because this is. A, yeah, it's, absolutely. Hey, it's a big thing when you write a book. I mean, that's yeah. Big, it's one. It's a huge accomplishment. So right. very very proud of you, brother. Uh, Thank you so much. I truly yeah. appreciate that. So my book, it, it was never when I first started writing it. I never intended it for, to be a book. It was first just, I was really wanting to analyze and really get into my triggers and my trauma and understand where all that's coming from. And so I started piecing together all the trauma from my childhood, adolescence, into adulthood. And then before I know it, it turned into a, a book. I actually fin finished writing this book in 2019. Yeah. And I sat on it till now because number one, I had no idea what to do with it, right? And number two, it is very vulnerable. It is, there's no secrets about Rob Sersons anymore for the rest of the world, right? And so, but that I also know is a big part of my work because I share everything with my clients and yeah. who I work with and who I speak to. And so I, I named it Ego the Warrior. And I know warrior is a, a word that is oversaturated, sure. right? That we see all the time in gyms and military and other things. But it's more the esoteric version of warrior. And it means to truly know who you are, to truly know who you are and what your purpose is here on this earth, right? And it takes a very special type of person to want to find that out rather than to stay in this rat race and this matrix and just do what everyone else did, right? And that's where I experienced a lot of my trauma is trying to fit in and trying to you know, do what everyone else was doing and do what my friends were doing. And that's where I found a lot of failure because none of that was in my path. Right. Right. And so the ego part is literally the ego of that I took in that with my toxic belief systems, not telling me anything, 
Toronto responses of just doing it my way until the universe literally flipped me on my head over and over. Right. So it's ego of the warrior. And it just depicts everything that I went through from childhood, my experience of, of, of abandonment to racism, to bullying, to believing everything I was told as a child to the abuse and then how it filtered over all the way into my adulthood that limited me significantly. And so I shared it with the world to show them, hey, you're not alone. This is my story. And I hope that you can take a piece about it that you don't necessarily have to go through or you can create awareness of what I already went through. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's it. Dude, I mean, I, I love it. I mean, it's, um, I love the community that I get to hang out with, right? Because it's, yeah. yeah, I mean, my last year for my birthday, it was like, I just want to go to dinner with these amazing men I have right in my life. Right. Because this crew and high level conversation and conversations like this are just, you know, that's, right. that's, that's the name of the game. And, yeah. um, I think that's so important is we, you know, in an unknowing space, we really think we're the only one that, that has dealt with the issues we dealt with and, right. you know, and for guys like you or, you know, at times guys like me and mine will come out, I, I consider just like giving it to my daughter to publish, you know, when I'm gone. Right. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, when we do this, it's like, oh, I, it begins to normalize, right? Because right. I, I don't think there's, there, you know, there's not a person on the planet walking today that does not have some trauma, some childhood stuff, right. some significant residue they're dealing with. And, you know, and I'll just put my own little piece on this. Like I believe, you know, once you cross into adulthood, you're just more in the re-traumatizing or the, the re-triggering phases than you are in the actual, like, right. there are specific things, right. But it's gotta, it's gotta trigger you like you were back to childhood, right. It's gotta make, right. it's gotta be so catastrophic. So, um, yeah, man. I mean, I'm with you, dude. I <laughs> took me, took me way too long and way too much ass right. to, to yeah. you know, waste a lot of time. And that's why to me, this is an important part. If Mike and I are committed to building a community and contributing to a community, you know, we want people like you here with us. Uh, yeah. Cause it's, it's all a part of it, right? Throwing a bag's one thing. Yeah. Being a better human is always where we want to be. And so, absolutely. Uh, all right, dude. Well, I'll give you a minute. You got anything other, any words of wisdom you want to leave with the brew crew here with, with the people watch or people that'll ask later. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the one thing I always say when people ask me this, I, I always go back to one phrase because it's something I still speak to myself and I'm still trying to learn. And is that it's giving yourself the opportunity and permission to have more compassion for yourself. Mm. Because if you have more compassion for yourself, you're going to have more compassion for those around you. And that's exactly what this world needs right now, rather than just everyone in trauma response, like the majority of this world alone to help. Right. And yeah. so it first starts with really adopting and understanding self-compassion. Yeah. Yeah. When I started the setups and the, like the first classes were around grace for self. Right. 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 Man, that's, that's the, probably one of the best lessons I've learned. Grace for right. self, prioritizing myself, putting myself, taking care of myself so that I can be great for the people around me, great for this community, great for the company. You know what I mean? Like, cause if I'm not good, I can't deliver. And so right. dude, speaking the same language, man, I love it. Well, yeah. all right, man, I know you got to run. I know we're on a little bit of time and I 
Thank you so much for just squeezing out the time in the day to get. No, here. thank you so much. It's uh, been an honor. We'll bring you back on and have longer conversations and yeah, uh, please do do some stuff. But uh, I can't see who this is because it's not coming up on my other thing. But Rob's book's absolutely fantastic. I listened to it last week during a road trip and was blown away. Okay. Look, it only says Facebook oh. user in the system, so I, and I, my video isn't up, so I don't know who that is. So we'll figure. I actually out, think it's Mike. Is it Mike? <laughs> it probably. Yeah, is. I think it's Mike. Mike Brown, yeah. probably. Uh, yeah. yeah, more than likely it is. So, all right, my friend, thank you so much. I so thank you. appreciate it. We'll get you back on for a little longer, longer conversations. Yes, please and, do. Um, and plan some good times. All right. All right, sir. All right, brother. I'll Thanks so much. Okay, appreciate back. you. Bye. Bye. All right. Thanks for joining us today. Great episode, great conversation, great interview. Make sure you subscribe, download, grab the next ones in line and get ready to get set up because Mike and I will be back on the air soon with a lot more.